Welcome to the Inspirational Corner with me, your host, Aisha Bolton. As we encourage you here to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Welcome to another episode, everyone. And if this is your first time listening in, I encourage you to go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts to follow the Inspirational Corner podcast so you will not miss out on the Inspirational Corner new episodes. And with all that said, let's get into today's episode. Today, I am talking about revitalizing your life. I am going to give you three key ways that you can revitalize your life, bring a new energy, a new essence, and vitality to reconstructing the life of your dreams. And currently, you all, I am truly going through a reconstruction or revitalizing of my own personal life. Now, as all of you know, and if you've been around on, you know, listening to the podcast for a while now, you know that at the end of 2021, I sold my home and I decided to leave South Carolina and, you know, to let go of the past, let go of the grief, because the whole time there was based upon my two-year-old daughter's death. And that took a toll on me and my oldest daughter life for the last 14 years. So I didn't get to really enjoy South Carolina like I wanted to, but I decided to make the best of it while I was there. And so, you know, in that whole process in the last 14 years, it was heavy. It was a lot. And me and my daughter needed a mental reset, a mental break. And so I knew that it was time to go. And so I sold my home. Long story short, fast forward the beginning of 2022, I moved to Virginia. And so in the last year, I've been in Virginia and it has been a journey within itself. But at the end of 2022, I decided that Virginia was no longer working for me. Although I enjoyed, you know, my job, you know, I just didn't feel the charm there. I didn't feel the chemistry, you know, and I didn't feel like Virginia was home for me. Um, I feel like it served its purpose um, for me and my oldest daughter as far as just for us to have a mental reset, a mental break. And I remember my oldest daughter, I mean, my daughter told me that it was just a pit stop. And because I was currently living in an area that I, you know, you know, I didn't really like Virginia as a whole. You know, I, I did enjoy Chesapeake. I definitely didn't like Norfolk. Norfolk was a big X for me. I really wasn't enjoying the apartment that I was living in, at, you know, at the time. However, I knew because it was time to go. And, you know, I had made it up in my mind in September that, okay, I'm not going to, you know, let this linger or, you know, drag Virginia on, you know, for another year when I already knew in my heart that it was time to let it go. It's time to move on and find a new advent- adventure. And many times when we jump out into the deep and take a risk, it's not easy because so many things come up, especially fear, because I fear is a challenge for me. You know, um, I deal with that on a daily basis and learning to let go and surrendering um, to God's path can be hard. You know, something I believe for my life, you know, surrendering to God's path and his light, you know, because we, we are sometimes 
in a mindset of we want to control everything. We want to know what's going to go on, what's going to happen. And we want to know, you know, and but there's no joy and there's no beauty of knowing everything that's going to unfold and how God and universal powers want to surprise you and give you a beauty of life. I truly believe the beauty of life is allowing yourself to take a risk and letting yourself surrender to the path of life and the destiny and the dreams and desires that you have and allow the Lord to really show you how beautiful your life can be. Because in reality, we all are abundant. We all are enough. We were already born. We were already born enough and abundant. However, as we grow into this world, society begins to pick on us and make us feel like we are not enough, that we don't have enough, that we're not abundant, that we're lacking something. And so through that process, we start to embrace this scarcity, this hoarding, this fearful mindset. And I'm telling you, it can be a lot. And even in my transitions, the different transitions I've been through in my life, Fear has been a constant thing I have to face every single day because we live in a world and we live in a society where fear is used to control us. We we buy things out of fear. We make decisions out of fear. And I know, especially near the end of last year, I decided that I was no longer allowing fear to create the narrative for my choices and the life that I wanted to live because I truly desire for my for myself that God has a greater and bigger plan for me and that fear can no longer control my life decisions and what the things that I want to do because I have so many dreams and desires and I know my life has a big destiny. So instead of choosing fear, how about I let go and embrace faith and surrender my path to God and to all the universal things around me that God has put in place for my life. And so with that said, I am embarking on a new journey. Another, I'm taking another risk. And I feel like when you're revitalizing your life, when you are giving your life a new energy and uh, what a rejuvenation, you're going to face the fears. (laughs) You're going to face all these things in your heads and doubts that's keeping you from truly taking that leap. And so the end of, I could say around September, I knew in my heart that I didn't want to stay in Virginia, that it served its purpose. It, it ran its course. I, it was like, you know, when you're dating somebody for six months, there's no chemistry. And so you're not going to keep on dating the person or wasting your time or wasting that person's time and dragging on the dating relationship just to say you have somebody. Some people do that, but at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself and hurting the other person because in your heart, you already know it's not going anywhere. And so that's how I felt with Virginia. Like, okay, it was just time to end end this relationship with Virginia, you know, and move forward because I know I didn't want to stay there. Um, I felt like a year was enough time to help me see whether I wanted to be there another year or not. And I and I remember when I got to Virginia, I told myself I was just giving myself a year to see 
what I felt and to see if I really wanted to, you know, to stay another year. And the answer was a definitely no. <laughs> and, and so I decided to make plans to move forward. And at the time of the end of last year, knowing that, you know, I really wasn't clear yet on where I wanted to live again, you know, I decided to, you know, brush up my resume and, you know, started to apply for different positions in my career field and, you know, just give myself the grace and space to figure out, you know, okay, where do I really want to be? And so at the end of last year, I decided, okay, wow, my heart was really leaning towards South Carolina again. And I know many of you was like, what? you like? I thought you didn't like South Carolina. I thought you didn't want to be in South Carolina. You know what? I didn't at first. And I'll say this. My whole experience with South Carolina was based on a traumatic experience, a tragic experience for those whole, whole 14 years. And so with that said, I didn't have a healthy mental clarity on you know, how South Carolina really was. I know um, before I left South Carolina in the last couple of years before I left, I decided not to leave South Carolina bitter, but better. And so I've decided to see the beauty. And when I started to see the beauty in South Carolina, I really started to fall in love with down South, South, you know, and I really started to enjoy Charleston. And so my decision to go back to Charleston, and I don't even want to say go back because I'm not going back as the same person that I left because Virginia was a place of mental health for me. It was a place of reset for me. It really helped me see things clearly. And because I got the mental health help and reset that I needed, and I talked about on previous uh, podcast episodes, um, how I you know, went to therapy while, you know, was in Virginia in the last six months and how much therapy helped me heal. And to go back as this new Stylisha is I'm I'm going to see South Carolina in a whole new way and I'm going to embrace it in a whole new way. So this journey, you all, has been scary. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I have had doubts, you know, however, I can truly say God has truly blessed me. The Lord has truly blessed me where this journey has been a lot easier. I can say, I say ease and effortlessness because in this process, and Virginia taught me so much, it taught me not to settle. It taught me to always move forward towards my dreams. And the biggest thing Virginia has taught me is learning to surrender. So in this journey, of pursuing moving moving to South Carolina, Charleston, um, it really helped me to learn to surrender. And I'm excited about the journey. And I've been going through the process, you know, and it's it's been some ups and downs, you know, life with life there comes up ups and downs, but jumping and taking that risk and betting on myself has been very rewarding. And I can be honest, you know, Virginia is truly behind me because 
I no longer think about Virginia. And, you know, I'm I'm currently in the transition of already being away from Virginia and moving forward, you know, to my new place and space. And a week before I left, you know, Virginia, I got a job offer. And I'm like, oh my goodness, everything just started to align. There's still question marks and other pieces to the puzzle that has not been worked out. But in order to revitalize your life and bring this new energy and new mindset to your life and to really give your life a new life, you know, that's what revitalizing really means. It means to give new life to something or someone, you know, and when you're giving yourself a new life, there's going to be doubts, there's going to be fears, there's going to be things that make you question your journey. But even in this journey, I want to encourage you all and give you the three things that I'm currently, you know, working through, (laughs) three concepts to help you give yourself a new start and a new life and uh, give your whole life an upgrade and to revitalize your life in a great way. So number one is face the fear. And what I mean by face the fear is talk about your fears, speak on your release, your speak on your fears, write down your fears. When, because when you face your fears and start talking about your emotional state and where you at mentally and your doubts and the things that you are worried about because you're human. I used to suppress my fears and suppress my doubts and worries. And I realized how damaging that was to my own health. That's where that word disease, dis, I say dis-ease comes in. Because then you're dealing with a high blood pressure, all these internal heart problems. You know, you're dealing with all these other things that's connected to the your heart health and connected to the health of your body because stress breaks down the health of your body. So when you start facing these stressors and the fears and the doubts and the worries, it helps you release the stress. It helps you take back control and change the narrative of saying, I'm not letting this fear control my well-being, my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm going to take back my power and take control over the narrative and say, yes, I fear Yes, I have doubts. Yes, I have worry. I'm, I have anxiety. I, I deal with all that. But I know that things are not as bad as they look. And so what I have been doing is writing down what I fear. You know, having like an open discussion openly. You know, just sharing my thoughts openly about what I fear. And I always say, you know, me, you know, speaking them verbally to myself and, you know, really sharing them with God. Like, Lord, this is what I fear. This is what what's going on in my life. And this is what I'm currently, you know, this is my current challenge. And it has been really therapeutic. So don't suppress your fears and your doubts and worries. Write them down, face them by writing them down and expressing them. If you need to, you know, seek out therapy, do that. Seek out some counseling. I, I encourage that really, you know, I'm big on that. Seek that counseling out that you need to help you move through the fear. Number two, 
find solutions. We know that fear is false evidence appearing to be real. We live in a world where it's controlled by fear to control us. Fear in this world is used as a control mechanism for us to make decisions out of fear. You know, if you think about it, think about all those times you have allowed society or your fears to make you make decisions. And those decisions wasn't healthy decisions because they were made out of desperation or feeling like there was no other option and you felt like your back was against the wall instead of taking the time to say, you know, this is what I feel right now. Let me get myself mentally to adjust to get clarity and then be able to make healthy decisions as I work through my fear. So as you work through your fear, you're going to find healthy solutions because I'll be honest with you, there's loopholes to everything. You, you just have to be willing to be open and to research answers for your problems and then find the problem that, I mean, find, excuse me, find the solution that's best for you. And we don't do that because we allow the noise of society and the world and all the, the things that's going on around us tell us that we're not enough. We're not worthy. You know, we're not abundant because of a dollar amount because of money or whatever the scenario is in your life. I know for a long time, I just, you know, I didn't have a financial healthy money relationship and I'm still going through the process of process of learning how to have a better financial healthy relationship with my money, with my financial well-being, knowing that I'm abundant, not because of what's in my bank account, knowing that I, that I am overflowing, not because of you know, you know, what's outside of me, you know, knowing that I'm abundant because I was already born with richness and abundance, you know, money doesn't make me abundant. It's just, it's a part of, it's a small piece that's a part of this puzzle, but it's not the overall piece. I love money. I respect money. I'm thankful for what it helps me create and what it helps me get is a, it's just another resource, but it's not my all in all. And I'm still working through that. And maybe I do a podcast about my money story because it it true I think it would really resonate with a lot of you know with a lot of you and a lot of people and the last thing after you face the fear after you find solutions by researching and figuring out which solution is best for your current problem it's time to embrace the faith and in order to embrace the faith you have to change your mindset um, and constantly believe that everything is working for you, not against you, that life is working for you and not against you. And I think about a scripture uh, is Romans chapter 12, verse two. And it talks about transforming, being renewed in your mind, allowing your mind to be constantly transformed, you know, daily. And I think it's important for, for us to know that Every day is a new day. Every minute, every moment is a new minute and moment. So we're going to face challenges. We're going to have fear. And I just want to let you know that it's okay to be human. We live in a world where we act more like machines than human beings. And I emphasize the word being because being means to just be, be still. But yet sometimes we are human doings and that makes us feel like we have to be machines and be mechanical. 
And then even machines break, break down and need a break. So when you let go of that mechanical mindset, you're going to be able to embrace the faith and realize that you deserve a break. You deserve to feel emotions. You deserve to, you deserve to go through that emotional cycle and journey that you need to go, go to, go through just in order to get to your peace. It's okay. If anything, what I've learned about revitalizing my life and giving my life a newness is that I got to give myself the grace and space to go through the mental and emotional things that I'm going to go, go through and not be so hard on myself. And I think as human beings, we don't tap into our own humanity and in the society that we live in, there are so many adverse things going on because people don't have a respect for their own humanity anymore because we act like we're machines. And it goes back to self-love, learning to have a love for yourself. And I talk about talk all about that in my new book, 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey. I will put the link in the show notes. And if you didn't know that I had a book out, where have you been? 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey. I am encouraging you to get that book because it truly will help you go in a new direction in learning the foundation of why self-love is so important and healing your love wounds that you are personally dealing with at this moment in your life. And if you are ready to change the narrative of your own love story within yourself, then this book is definitely for you. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And let me just do a recap over the three ways you can revitalize your life, bring a new energy, a new rejuvenation and vitality to your life. Number one, face your fear, whether that's journaling, talking about it, getting um, therapy, whatever you need to do to face your fears, do it. After you face your fears, How about it's time to find a solution. No matter what your situation looked like, there's loopholes to everything. You just need to figure out which solution will be best for your problem. And you can research. You can, you know, look for different organizations to get help. But there's help for you out there. Don't let the world make you feel like your situation or the problem that you have is impossible to solve. Because I'm a firm believer especially in my spiritual faith, is that God can solve all problems and there's nothing too hard for God. So just remember that. And the last thing, number three, embrace the faith. In order to embrace the faith, you have to continue to change your mind, transform your mindset. And that's a daily, minute by minute, moment by moment thing. You are a human being not a human doing. You're not a machine. So you have to learn to tap into your own humanity by having compassion and love and and grace for yourself and knowing that it's okay to feel what you feel and it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to go through the emotions and motions that you're going through. So with all that said, you know, here at the Inspirational Corner, we always encourage you all to live bold, live loud, and live open authentically without apology until the next episode everyone i am encouraging you to revitalize your life
to let go of the fear, face the fear, and embrace the faith. See you next episode.